Welcome to the Anatomy of an Ad podcast. I'm Amy Houston, Senior Reporter here at The Drum. Today, I've got the pleasure of speaking to George Sis, Chief Marketing Officer at Tag Heuer, and Alex Kalchev, who is the Chief Creative Officer at DDB Paris, about the latest ad from the watch brand that starred none other than Ryan Gosling. Today, we find out why the actor was the right fit and how he went above and beyond while filming the ad. So, Obviously, we're here to speak about the amazing Tag Heuer ad that starred Ryan Gosling, of all people. Um, for anyone that hasn't seen the ad, you know, it was to celebrate the 60th anniversary of the Carrera watch. And, you know, it really adopted a sort of Hollywood blockbuster tone. It was brilliant. We we absolutely loved it at the drum. And I thought it would be good just to get you guys here to speak about the the ad and what went into making it and all that good stuff that everyone loves. Um, so to begin with, it would be great for our listeners if you could both introduce yourself. So George, I'll go to you first. Okay. Uh, so my name is George Sis. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer at Tag Heuer. And Alexander? Um, hi, I'm Alex Kouchev and I'm the Chief Creative Officer at Dating in Paris. So it's so nice to meet you both. And I think a good place to begin with would be to try and get a sense of how all this came to be. So George, maybe that's one for you. What were the kind of initial conversations like with DDB Paris? What was the sort of brief that you gave them? So it actually goes even before the brief. The the initial start with this really started when uh, when we signed uh, Ryan Gosling as the as the ambassador for for Tag Heuer. You know, I mean, I think that was the that was the catalyst to all of this because the second we signed him, we knew that we wanted to do a film with him, and we talked to Alex as well about this. Uh, and this was really the objective from the day one. That we wanted to do something, and we signed Ryan. I think it was early 2021, I believe, right. um, and uh, just when they were about to start shooting the Gray Man and all of that, and and we were looking for the right right time. And when the anniversary of the Carrera came in, it was we we're like, this is perfect, this is great, and we certainly wanted to do something along this along these lines, and. And we wanted to do something, to be honest, initial thought was a little bit different, uh, was we really wanted to do, we knew we wanted to do something with the driving, with the racing, you know. Um, the reason why we brought Ryan to, 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 to the brand, there's many different reasons, but one of the big ones is to us, he's kind of the quintessential Hollywood driver, right? I mean, he, everybody knows him from the drive. He's been absolutely amazing. The iconic thing when he puts the watch on the steering wheel and all of that, you know, I mean, it's, it's if you are a watch brand that is passionate about motorsports, I mean, you can't find a better guy, right? And uh, so we wanted to do a racing film with him, but we kind of thought about doing it a little bit differently, a little bit more history in it, talking about this drive through the through the sixty years and stuff and and all of that. But uh, uh, he, the person who really had a massive impact on this was actually uh, our CEO Frederick Arno, who <laughs> actually said. I don't want a historical film. You know, it's very difficult to make the historical films uh, exciting and fun and engaging. And, and his brief was really make a culturally relevant film, make something exciting. Let Ryan be Ryan, uh, you know, do something cool. Yes, do incorporate a chase and race in it, of course. Uh, but don't don't feel like you have to stay stay within the realms of the, the, the history and heritage and all of that. And and that's when we went to to Alex. Uh, that's the brief we we kind of gave to gave to gave to Alex. We obviously wanted to, one of the key parts of the brief was 
to make the watch uh, a key part of the of the ad. I forget who said it, um, but uh, someone once said, you know, if you're doing an ad and you take the product out of the ad and you still have a film that works, mm. it's not a good one, right? So that it yeah. needs to be a focal product needs to be a focal part of it, and that this is something we. We we've talked with uh, this was really key part of the brief. Really let 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 it more focus on the on the product and make sure it comes through and and in a very very cool uh, non commercial way, you know. And I think yeah. that was the hardest challenge for for uh, for Alex to to come up with, you know. But I think they've done it brilliantly. Yeah, definitely, and I agree. Like it's very cool, and it's got so many aspects to it. There's the humor. The race cars, like you said, stunts, it's got a bit of everything. Alex, obviously it's, you know, it's obviously a dream brief, I would imagine, for you guys to work on. How did you approach it creatively? What did that look like? It is. It is a dream brief. It, it's. It's. It's a lot of. Um, there was I think a like lot of all of the briefs from me are dream briefs. I think I'm exactly. Sorry, just... Exactly. Like every brief from George, it's a dream brief. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, but I, think, I have to correct them, you know, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one in particular was 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 a was a was a particular dream. I, I think it was. It's interesting because I think the the uh, from from the very beginning the partnership that uh, the brand and you know, Tiger has with Ryan feels very authentic and feels very true and feels very special. As you know, he's not a guy that's used to doing you know luxury brands. And, you know, he's he really decided. To, he chose Tycoyer. So it felt that whatever we do needs to feel um, as authentic and as special as that relationship that he has with the brand. Um, and I think that uh, it's sort of, you know, this idea of celebrating an anniversary without necessarily uh, being turned towards the past, but doing something that, you know, being doing something that's fun, that's part of pop culture, that, you know, celebrates the spirit and the energy of what the career is about. You know, it's named after one of the most iconic and most dangerous races in the world. But also staying true to this brief, which was, you know, great. You know, do something that's entertaining. Do something that doesn't feel, you know, too, um, too, too stuffy. That feels doesn't do something that really feels, um, you know, as avant-garde as the brand is. Um, that was really where we started. And you know, all kudos goes to to George and, and the team to you know let us in, let, letting us run as far uh, with it. Um, and then quite you know quite quickly we. We landed on this idea after a few iterations. We landed on this idea of you know what what about getting Ryan, you know, to play Ryan really. You know, mm -hmm. what, what if it's Ryan, you know, that's like himself, and you know, what if the actual Ryan doesn't want to give up the watch because it's such a <laughs> such a beautiful object. Um, and then it kind of it sort of wrote itself, you know, in the sense of you know the, the, this idea of you know doing a meta narrative, this idea of you know just having having fun with with the story, but really always being around um, the product, always being around the Carrera and always doing everything around, you know, the heart of the story is this, the watch, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not the celebrity. It's not some abstract brand value. It's the, 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 the watch, you know? Um, so I think that that was, that was really um, the, the, the starting point. And quite, you know, quite quickly, we, we came back and we had a conversation with George and the team and, um, you know, they were crazy enough to follow us in this, in this, you know, they were crazy enough to sign on it, so, you know. Well, it's definitely paid off, which is great for you guys. The ad is five minutes long, which is which is quite long for an ad. I mean, it's like a little mini film, like you were saying, George. 
What were those kind of shoot days like with Ryan? You know, I, I think I read somewhere there was a lot of improvisation on set. Is that right, Alex? Absolutely, yeah. Well, um, George, do you do you want to start or I can... No, I can go ahead. Just... I'll jump in after. Yeah, I think um, the beauty of someone working with someone like Ryan Gosling is beyond the fact that he's, you know, obviously an exceptional actor is that he really is, at, you know, at the drop of a hat, he can improvise and he can really... You know, he brings his own um, blend of storytelling to the to to the mm-hmm. film. So, uh, a lot of the humor, a lot of the improvisation, the idea of of, of Vanessa Bayer. I mean, a lot of these things um, come from from him. Oh, um, okay. And and which is a really wonderful. Um, uh, it attests to the to to his level of implication. It's a really wonderful proof of, you know, how involved he is with the brand and with the story. Uh, so it was it was just a, a little. It was intense, and we shot over three days in Sydney um, as he was shooting The Fall Guy with David Leach. Um, and we had him for a day, but, um, you know, normally we, were, we weren't supposed to have him for as long as we did, but he had so much fun that, you know, we had this very long and intense shoot day. Oh, really? <laughs> and he was, he was just incredibly fun and easy to be around. And I've never heard, I've never heard so many people laugh behind um, a, a combo, a monitor, Oh, that's so good. Literally every take. Um, so I just just to add a, a a few few things, you know, I mean, you talk about Ryan and like his his improvisations and stuff, um, but it really was a massive massive collaborative effort, you know. So it was very interesting. Is was the idea of you know the how the product is part of that and the something we really insisted and 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 what Alex and his team came up with is a really nice way to incorporate the things. But we were kind of still. Um, we knew what was in it, but like, how do you make it relevant? And so that's when we kind of help with that saying, you know, um, so he takes it and, and he says 60 seconds to make the chronograph function work. You know, that was something that we, we as a, we, from our side suggested that, but then where the Ryan magic came in, you know, on the day off, uh, he, he says something on the, something on the things. Um, come on, just give me one spin around the old dial. Uh, you know, just just the the line that none of us have written. You know, and it's a yes, brilliant, yeah. brilliant line. And he just came up with that on the day. You know, something yeah. so specific, something so genius from the from the watch perspective. You know, the spin around the dial. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's just such a great lingo. You know, to to go with. And I think I think that's what he uh, that's what he brought in. But I think you know, Alex is right. You know, he. He really he gave us more than double his time. He was there. Imagine he was in the middle of the shoot of the of the major film with David Leach, Fall Guy. They were shooting five to six days a week, and he came in on Sunday and he gave us thirteen hours on Sunday nonstop. Wow. You know, like that's that's just amazing. You know, and and he really had fun. You know, I mean, really, you could tell. Um, that's the reason why it turned that way. But his input was was across everything. You know, it was. Uh, choice of David Leach, uh, choice of Vanessa, you know, uh, the, 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 the lines, the, 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 the specific scenes and all of that. You know, I mean, I think he's, he's just been, he's just been amazing and his improvisation, even with David, you know, like that dialogue, uh, that they have is just so, so great. And in fact, we have two different ways to end the commercial, you know, uh, we, because, uh, there were so many different ways that the guys had, uh, were able to do it. So it's been, uh, it's been really a pleasure to work with him. Yeah, it looked from the outside. It looks like it was such a fun project. Um, it's quite a different tone of voice for a watch brand, especially a luxury watch brand. 
Why was that important for you guys to embrace, George? Yeah, so I'm glad you pick up on it because I think, you know, there is a lots of brands in luxury that kind of feel unapproachable at times, you know? And I think with Attack Hair, we want the exact opposite. We want this to be the friendly brand, the brand that you feel you can you can be be friends with, you can it can be that welcomes you and, and all of that, you know. And and one of the best ways to do that is to show that you don't take yourself that seriously. You know, uh, as you can tell, we we don't take ourselves seriously as people and we really try to inject interject that into the into the brand and and I think humor is such a great way to to go about it. It's a very unifying fact, uh, um, factor, you know. People, uh, it brings people together and and all of that. And we thought it was a it was very very natural things. And when we saw what what the chemistry that uh, Ryan and uh, Vanessa had on the Saturday Night Live, we knew we were going in the really right direction. Yeah. To be fair, going to the shoot. Did I know we're going to come out with five and a half minutes? Then know how it's going to go. No, I mean that's, but that's part of the. I think that's where you have the most most fun as professionals is when you work on the project that when you put your step forward, you're not sure if there is a ground, right? Uh, is it a black, you know, like the hole that you're going to fall into, or is it a real solid ground that you can step on? And I think, I think that's what was the was was so much fun going through that process every day of the shoot, doing the different things. And I think the huge credit that that Alex and the team deserves, um, particularly the production team, is because as much creativity that went into coming up with the idea and doing it, that is the same level of creativity had to be done on how the hell you shoot this thing, you know? Because I distinctively remember the first day we presented the idea to David Leach and Ryan, you know? And they were like... Well, this is a really cool story, really cool idea. It's like, how the hell do you want to produce it? You know, and we're like, scratch our heads and okay, let's figure that part out. You know, and and it took us best part of three, four weeks to to come up with a plan and and do that. And and it was very, very creative. The the shot list was long because if you have only we shot, we were shooting actually one day with Ryan, three days with, without Ryan. So you had to really, the guys really had to think it through the times when you don't have Ryan, how you do, how you do all those things, how you become super efficient. How do you incorporate actually, you know, we didn't just shoot the film, we shot the whole campaign. So you have amazing stills as well, you know, and those stills had to happen incredibly fast because we didn't have much time for stills. So we had, a, we had, we had to be very efficient, very clever about how, how it all went. And I think it's, uh, um, we're really grateful to, to DDB as well as the whole production team that was that was behind it, and you know Nash Richardson deserves a massive credit for that as well. Yeah, definitely. And you know, speaking about you know making the film, um, Nash Egerton was the director. I read that he is a stuntman, actor, and filmmaker rolled into one. Why was he the perfect director for this, Alex? I'll maybe go to you for that one. Oh, I think yeah, Nash is is an incredibly div- I mean diverse. But- Character and he's done he's done it all. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you ever need an amazing actor, an amazing stuntman, an amazing director, I, he's I, your I, guy. <laughs> I think uh, the 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 reason why we went with Nash is um, first of all he had a very um, good and natural connection with David, and you know there was the, David was obviously helping us with overseeing the look of overseeing this, the way that we're going to tell the story. But David had a full length feature film to deal with at, at, at the same time, so we needed someone that's, you know, dedicated 100% to the project. And, and Nash brought this sense of sort of 
uh, uh, filmic storytelling. Um, you know, he comes from features, he comes from, you know, um, short films, things like this. So he's, he was, he was a really interesting, you know, obviously the fact that he's done a lot of stunts, a lot of car chases, a lot of things like this brought an authenticity to that part. But also I think he's, he's used to shooting uh, not as a commercial director, but rather as a, a feature director, which means, you know, delivering a lot of material in a very short amount of time, being very focused, being very efficient with, with talent. So it was, and it was just really fun to 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 collaborate with him again. He's a very laid back dude, but he's a hundred percent on the ball with everything that he's doing. So, um, again, great energy to to work with on set. Yeah, definitely. It was fun to see him even showing the guy when he falls out of the the car. Uh, when Ones is through, he literally went in and said, "This is how I want you to do it," you know. And he demonstrated <laughs> the, the fall, you know. So it was it was cool to have a director that uh, is so hands on. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And, you know, obviously at the, the crux of the ad is the Carrera watch. George, what makes that timepiece so special? Well, the fact that it comes up on the 60th anniversary is is really special. You know, there is there aren't a lot of products uh, that have been around for 60 years. And in 60 years, what's amazing that the first one, since 60 years ago, still su- looks super, super timeless and, and looks amazing. In fact, we did the we started the year with a, what we call the birthday piece, which was almost the exact replica of the very first Carrera, you know. And that is very similar. It had the Hoya branding on it, not the Tag Hoya one, and all of that. Um, but with this one, what we wanted to do is we what our designers did such an amazing job with. They they went in and they restudied the, the Carrera collection and they picked the elements that were the best of the past. And they kind of reimagined them, how could they look now in 2020s and potentially 2030s, you know? And they wanted to create this very, uh, this piece that is infused by the heritage, but it's delivered in a very modern and contemporary style. And I think that's what they, that's what they did. And they brought this, they, you know, they, they kept the iconic lugs of Carrera, these beautiful curves, they they brought in this this glass box glass box uh, um, you know um, style of uh, that 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 is so iconic to the past. But they they reimagined it instead of going kind of ninety degrees angle. They made it more 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 uh, smoother on the on the sides. You know the the they kept the, all the legibility of the Carrera. They made it incredibly comfortable to wear. So they picked the size thirty nine, which is a little bit smaller than. Than uh, than uh, most uh, many modern watches, you know, which goes 40, 41, 42, something like that. Uh, they make it just a touch smaller, which had the, the the nod to the past. The very first one was actually thirty six millimeters. This one is just a tiny bit bigger, but it is in line with the size that the collectors really really love. And and you know, I think I think they they really they really uh, managed to combine this, this this heritage and modernity into into one piece in a, in a very stunning way. You know. So I think that's what's special, and the the fact it's the anniversary, it just it's a sharing on top. Of course, yeah, it's a very exciting moment for the brand, and maybe just to end on, what are the plans for the next, you know, six months rolling out this campaign? I, I read there was bloopers and things like that coming. What's coming up next, George? Maybe your best answer that one. Yeah, so we have we have a lot, and I think this campaign it goes it it's what's beautiful about it. It's just amazingly integrated. You know, it is not. It is not just uh, just one film. It is not just that. There is a 
there is an amazing outdoor component to it. Um, as part of the outdoor out of home, we also did a did a incredible 3D element piece. So you see you see this watch popping out in 3D from some of the most iconic screens in the in the world, from Times Square to Times Square through Piccadilly Lights through uh, uh, Seoul, Tokyo, Shanghai. You know, you name it. It's 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 all over. Um, and uh, but there is a there is, we also went for a super high impactful print. Um, lots of takeovers. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, cover wraps and this kind of things on, on, on big magazines, but also impactful digital, um, socially very, very strong. We, we, we may wanted to make sure that people really see this, uh, see this, see this campaign in a, in a huge, huge way, uh, so that people see the, see the film. Um, and we're telling those stories throughout, of course, bloopers are in it. You also, we, we did, we managed to cut certain scenes and create shorter kind of just the, the, the things that some of them we use as a teasers to build the thing. Um, some of them we do as a, as a, as a post stuff. Uh, we have a whole behind the scenes uh, storytelling how it was made because there is there is it's just one of those one of those things that it just gives it's such a rich rich uh, uh, environment that we can do. So we will be rolling that out for a for a for a while. But uh, over the next six months, we will have some additional watches to to launch as well. You know, we are. Uh, uh, we are a very busy brand. Uh, we, we're a very energetic brand. You know, I think that's one thing about Tag Heuer, super dynamic. We have lots of novelties. We are, a, I, I compare us, I always refer to us, we are like a 160-year-old startup. You know, we, we have the heritage of 160 years and, and watchmaking codes, but we act like a startup. We're full, full on, uh, ready to take on the world. And we want to we want to show the world what Tag Heuer can do. And I think the brand has tremendous potential. And I think, this 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 campaign and this watch, uh, both to combine together, gives the, the the idea where this brand is going. You know, and I think it's going into really amazing places. We have exciting plans uh, with Alex. We're working on an, an, an amazing campaign for for later in the year. Uh, we'll have the uh, another chapter on uh, on uh, on Carrera. Uh, you know, so we're gonna have something super exciting, uh, exciting on that as well. And of course, we think we have plans for the following years and stuff. So there's plenty to do, and uh, and we're gonna try to keep uh, keep people entertained. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm excited to see what comes next. Hopefully, you'll drop it in my inbox and be able to get a look at it. But um, no, it was absolutely brilliant to speak to you both. Um, like I said, we loved the campaign at the drum, and um, yeah, it was great to hear how it all came to be and working with Ryan. And yeah, it was fantastic to hear from you both. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you, Amy.